Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult self-help fiction novels, The Land of Blue and Devon Dream Agent Book One in the Devon series. Each of my books deals with the theme of intuition because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice, the one of your best self, the highest self, in order to live your best life and also to trust that voice and develop it in order to help and serve humanity. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast. Uh, First of all, upon this uh, last podcast of 2020, I want to say thank you to all the listeners, uh, growing listenership around the world in 38 countries as we speak, with uh, growing listeners in Asia and Europe and Australia and Africa and, of course, the United States. And uh, I'm humbled and grateful and um, had no idea uh, that this would turn out the way it has, and I appreciate it so very much, and I'm grateful to my husband for uh, starting, you know, back in March saying, you know, you need to do this, and getting me set up, and uh, and here we are. So, welcome to today's podcast, and I'm going to be talking about grace. I got a lot of feedback from my December monthly newsletter. If you haven't signed up for that, please do so at jillsylvester.com, um, but I got a lot of feedback from this past monthly newsletter on grace, so I'm going to discuss it a bit more in depth. The column read, I will read it here, December, a soft landing to a tumultuous year. That is my wish for you this month, grace. Grace in difficult moments, with difficult people, during difficult times, for the grace you offer now is the foundation on which you build your future. A Course in Miracles writes, with my own tweaking to fit this space, grace is the natural state. When you are not in a state of grace, you are out of your natural environment and do not function well. Everything you do becomes a strain. There is no point in trying. A person is happy only when he or she knows they are one with God. That is the only environment in which you will not experience strain, because that is where you belong. It is also the only environment that is worthy of you, because your own worth is beyond anything you can comprehend. Adopt grace this month, in your weeks, in your days, in your moments. Do this for yourself and for others. It is your birthright, regardless of race, regardless of religion, of what you look like, or believe it or not, how you behave. So how do you adopt grace when you feel overwhelmed, tired, drained, depressed, divided, depleted? You make that your prayer. Prayer is not perfection. Prayer is awareness. It is asking to be present in your moments so that you apply the knowledge you've learned so that it becomes wisdom in the application. What did you learn this year? What stays? What goes? Have you made a list of all you've accomplished and all you have yet to do? Grace is the acceptance of both, neither too high nor too low in either, striving for the middle lane that all is well, regardless of whether you live like a rock star in your achievements, your attitude. Either way, it serves you. It's about saying yes to all of it, to what you've done and what you have left to do. Maybe you'll finish these last few weeks of the year off strong. Maybe you'll take a break and carry it forward for momentum in the new space of 2021. Either is good. Either is perfect. It's your canvas to paint. You get to create it however you want to. Yes, you do. Regardless of what your circumstances are, 
what your neighbors and friends are doing, or your colleagues and family, there are always ways to create your life each and every day in the way you see fit. Knowing this, this is grace. In the standing and acceptance of another person's way that they choose to create because that is their birthright and canvas to paint, this is grace. To stand in the incomplete and unfinished and perfectly imperfect and laugh in the face of it all, knowing it is all serving you and that this too shall pass, this is grace. It's getting up each and every day with the understanding, the true grasp that you get to create and try and attempt and love once again without judgment because the harshest judgment comes from yourself. This is grace. When you feel true grace, you are thrilled to be a part of that 24 hours because it is a gift. With all the fails, with all the judgments, with all the overwhelm, it is a gift we are each meant to open and we are each meant to receive all in our own little package meant exclusively for us. Grace. Hearing the gremlin voices, knowing that we have them, that they'll always be there, because that is part of the human experience, but not buying what they're selling, and smiling in the face of adversity, knowing it is all a test. Grace. It is picking yourself back up when you judge and fall and fail and things don't work out the way you want them to, and people don't behave according to your rules and regulations. Grace. It is letting people and places go that no longer serve. It is setting boundaries and speaking up for yourself in a way that is classy and authentic and filled with personal power and no harm brought to another human being. That is grace. It is also being brave enough to try and heal the rift and the separation in those relationships where you feel your soul contract might just not be complete yet. To be brave in the asking, in the reaching closer, in the healing and opening of something new, no matter what that looks like. That, too, is grace. It's honoring your own intuitive code and adhering to the voice of your highest self, the voice that never commands or forces, but instead whispers an invitation to another frequency of perspective, a perspective that offers true power and peace. Feel the peace and the power of this beautiful season at the end of a challenging year by threading grace through your moments. You are worthy of experiencing that power. My word for this year was time. I'm trusting that it is time for all of us, 2020 being a year of perfect vision when we choose to look through that lens. The Law Office of Stephen J. Delamere in Stoughton has been practicing law since 1992 and understands that every client has different needs. They handle matters involving personal injury, real estate closings, real estate planning, litigation. For more information, contact Steve, who happens to be a great guy, at 781-344-0012 for a free consultation. That's the Law Office of Stephen J. Delamere at 781-344-0012 for a free consultation. Northern Pines Landscaping Design. In addition to cutting and maintaining your lawn, Northern Pines Landscaping plants colorful seasonal garden beds, trees, and shrubs, installs sod, plants grass, designs walkways, fire pits, patios, and retaining walls. You name it, they can do it for your yard. And if you've seen my Instagram posts and the patio I sit on every single day when the weather is good, you can see the work of Northern Pines Landscaping right on those posts. To contact them, check out their website at www.northernpineslandscaping.com. That's www.northernpineslandscaping.com. 
Okay, questions that came up this week. Uh, I have an all-or-nothing mentality, and it gets in the way of everything. Exercise, on or off, something goes wrong in my business, I feel like it's you know all over, etc., etc. So this theme came up quite a bit uh, these past couple of weeks, actually. Bravo for noticing. You know, noticing that brain type. While frustrating, it's a very common mentality. Let's apply grace here when things don't go our way. Our gremlins often scream loudly, waking us up in the early hours of the morning about, you know, how when things don't go perfect, how could you have done this or that? Uh, This won't work from that small little error that you made, you know, and catapults you into the arms of the full catastrophe. Notice your thoughts and try to look at them as you would talking to your younger self or if you have children talking to them. You wouldn't want them to blow things out of proportion, so don't do that to yourself. Recognize where the voice is coming from. Is it that godlike higher self voice or is it the voice of a gremlin? For example, I think it was um, two weeks ago now, we have a weekly quote that goes out on my newsletter on Mondays. And I choose these quotes a month or so in advance. And obviously, I forget, you know, when I choose them, when they show up on Monday, what they are. So the most recent one that I loved when I came across it rang differently to me when I saw it in print that Monday morning. It was a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it said, What is the matter with the world that it is so out of joint, simply that men do not rule themselves, but let circumstances rule them? When I read it, I I loved it. But when I read it in print on my newsletter, it appeared to yell at me. (laughs) And I was like, oh, what would other people think, you know, of that? Do they feel like it's yelling at them, the quote, or I'm yelling at them? And, you know, so the thoughts go, right? And so once you recognize that it's the gremlins that are speaking to you, not your highest self, that's when you can inject grace into the moment and say, okay, well, not every quote every week is going to hit a home run, and this is how we learn and grow. Next time, maybe I'll feel the charge of the quotes a little bit more, and that's the way the cookie crumbles and, you know, move on. So I would apply that same wisdom to you that's available to us all when we tap into that voice of the higher self that says, you know, if you made an error in your business this week, or you, you know, made a a parenting move that you're not proud of, or you didn't exercise to your full capability, take a breath and realize that it is all a test of faith. And how you respond to that inner critic of your gremlins is what will determine the course of your mood, which then affects your relationships, which affects the next 24 hours, the rest of your rest of your day. So take a breath discern which voice it is, and then move forward. Second topic that came up for discussion was about dreams. I've had a lot of people talk about how their dreams have been very strange, very fear-based. And, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb, limb here and talk about a dream message I got a couple of weeks ago um, that dreams collectively haven't been necessarily a message for people individually of what to avoid or what's actually really happening in their life or things to watch out for and be afraid of, so to speak, but more about the dream, and stay with me here for a second, Um, the message was more about our dreams presenting to us collectively, this was my dream message that came to me, about what our ego is afraid of. So having dreams that are frightening you or strange or, you know, whatever's going on, it's less about like a direct message, let's say, from the universe of what to do, and more about what our ego is afraid of. And once we can be, once again, discerning and, and 
aware of the ego versus our higher self, we can then write that in ourselves and recognize that those dreams are the ego's fears only and then rise above the illusion of fear and recognize that there is nothing to be afraid of. That's the message that came to me. That's the point, I believe, for all of us is when we get these fear-based dreams, whatever, however that unfolds for you, that the message is not to be afraid of it. It's what the ego is afraid of. And when you can step back and look at that objectively, you can see and, and stand in that space of grace of there's nothing to be afraid of. When you can move forward from that place, you rise in so much greater personal power and affect the rest of us in such a positive, healing way collectively. Last uh, topic that came up was self-care. Take care of yourselves the rest of this month, the last few weeks that we have. What a year it's been. Get your journal, grab a cup of tea or coffee, and write down what stays this year, what goes, what you've learned, what feels right, and rest. Rest your mind, rest your hearts, and know that where you are, where we all are collectively, is right where we need to be. And in line with that self-care, I hope that you are going to witness on the winter solstice, Jupiter and Saturn aligning so closely in the sky after sunset that this hasn't happened. I think they call it the Great Conjunction, or it's also known as the Christmas Star, the Star of Bethlehem, um, that they haven't aligned like this in 800 years. So it's going to create something beautiful, I hope, that we can all witness in the sky, but also as part of self-care, to stand in that light, regardless of religion, regardless of your belief system spiritually, stand in that light, which I feel is part of this great awakening that we've been given as a gift this year to see through that lens of perfect vision in 2020 and to rise up in consciousness and experience that great awakening altogether. So I hope that you make that part of your self-care practice this month. We'll be off the next couple of weeks for rest and self-care ourselves. Enjoy the rest of December, and we'll see you in January. If you like today's podcast, please hit subscribe and share with your people. And please check out my books and products at www.jillsylvester.com, where you can sign up for my weekly blog to receive tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening.